0: Roger Green, host of the Surfing the MASH Tsunami podcast. This week, we are offering four conversations from Episode 2, our discussion with leading patient advocates plus from the vault, a conversation from March 2023 with Jeff McIntyre about the value of MASH medications. This final conversation has two pieces. First, I ask each advocate to discuss their respective organization's most important project of the year. Wayne Eskridge discusses the annualization of the Fatty Liver Foundation's State of NAFLD Care in America study. Tony Vigliotti talks about creative approaches to educating children, including Including having his 10-year-old grandson visit schools as part of National Knowledge Education Dream, dressed as a character called Livy the Liver. Milan Mishkevik discusses the expansion of a project to conduct liver screens of legislators and executives at the European Parliament, Brussels, and to use these screening tests and results as a way to open conversations. Jeff McIntyre discusses GLI's Advanced Advocacy Academy, or A3, which trains activists to advocate for themselves in their own countries and states, and describes the program's success and growing roots, as he puts it, turning it into a year-round program with ambassadors and multiple outreach efforts in Different countries, regions, states. Louise Campbell discusses the need to put patient education at the center and some creative techniques used in Australia. When everyone's done, I ask group members what they would consider a successful 2024 if we repeat this session a year from now and look back 12 months. You'll have to listen for their answers. This conversation yields three common themes the guarded optimism of the patient advocates as they await the arrhythmia rompidufa date, their desire to be included in discussions about patient access and value, and finally, the different kinds of exciting work and programs each sees on the agenda for 2024. I always find our episodes and advocates to be equal parts energizing and thought-provoking. So just sit back, listen, learn, enjoy. When you're done, join the dialogue in our LinkedIn discussion group. I'd like each of you to talk about one program in particular that you're excited about in 2024 that your organization is putting forward. Just pick one.
1: Wayne Eskridge. I'll be happy to start. Um, Our flagship product is what we call the State of Nathalie Nash Care in America, which is a survey of patients and their experience before and after that they've been diagnosed. And we've been doing this for a few years now. One of the things that we're excited about, if you will, is that with the nomenclature change, we uh, are interested to see what kind of changes take place over time in the uh, patient community and how that affects the way patients are diagnosed and or the kinds of support that they receive. So, So this will be a very interesting year for us since the nomenclature is a brand new uh, wrinkle in our field.
0: It's it's a great piece of work, and I can't wait to see what you come up with this year. So thank you for that. Tony, go ahead.
1: Tony Yeah,
2: Roger, an episode or two ago, Q and Louise talked about the concept of liver awareness, and that's really the world where we live. So our top goal for this year is to get into schools. To talk to children about their liver, and in that regard, we've developed a relationship with a local organization that has an exercise program for children, and they have relationships with 250 schools and community centers, and and we are now their nutrition partner. and In two weeks, we're having our our first visit, where you, where Gina and uh, our executive director will be addressing about 160 elementary school children in a local school district. Now, the onus is on us to make it like entertaining or engaging exercise. So, so we've arrived, my 10-year-old grandson is going to dress up in our Livy the Liver costume and going to accompany Gina in, into the school. And she'll be talking about, you know, hopefully in an engaging fashion about the importance of the liver. What about liver disease? What the liver is, what it does, how to keep it healthy. And we're envisioning doing a lot of that this year. And that, that's our number one initiative.
0: You guys do is cool stuff. That's great. That's great. Milan, what initiative this year?
3: Milan Mishkovic. This year also we will continue with one of the Pilot programs, which we start uh, 2023, which was very successful. That was the European uh, liver screening uh, week in uh, in front of the European Parliament. We we have enormous success. I must be honest, because for the first time we have such a great opportunity to introduce the liver screening to all the piece in the European Parliament, and uh, together with the high-level event inside to discuss about all the challenges. This year we particularly like to make a bigger, let's say, initiative to make maybe two or three different uh, units, mobile units, which we used the last time. We like to do this on the practical way to see the people that sometimes are very easy, some kind of uh, diagnostic tools, you can see just some of your results for your liver, which giving, uh, let's say, a perspective that do you have some kind of problem or not. Uh, We like to to show to the policy decision makers that we need to establish some kind of uh, liver screen programs in Europe because through the initiatives uh, which, which is going on at the moment in European, in European Council Plan was eight different, are uh, uh, established eight different screening programs. We will push also liver screen initiative uh, together with ESL uh, with all our partners. And we are also grateful for the support of uh, July because they were part of this initiative. Uh, we sh- we, we're trying to show uh, not just with education and high level meetings, but pr- practically how they can see uh, on the spot uh, what we can do very easy to discover the status of of the stiffness and and the cup. And this is also an excellent opportunity for uh, the national members who will uh, support this year, this initiative, because we like to make this initiative to grow in uh, more countries in Europe.
0: Fantastic. All all three fantastic. Jeff, you have anything you want to add uh, before we go to final question, or Louise, about a program?
4: Yeah, I'll add one quick thing, and uh, it's uh, the thing I'm most excited about that we really grown this year at the Global Liver Institute is our Advanced Advocacy Academy, also known as A3, you know, in shorthand. And while this is kind of the heartbeat of what GLI does, and it's our patient engagement and patient training kind of program here within GLI that recruits globally for patients to come to Washington, usually in September. But what I'm most excited about that is that we had such a great response last year to our 80 plus patients and caregivers that showed up for our training in our Hill day is that it actually grew roots. And so now this is a year-long program. We have created an ambassador program around it in areas such as clinical research and digital health that are now being patient-led and patient-driven. And, and we're just super excited about this, that we can support patients in their areas of need, that they can then get education and training on how to do everything from talk to their doctor, to be able to tell their story to the officials, to be able to help one another with work working their way through different medical uh, portals or clinical trial portals or answering those questions as well. And personally, I've just met some tremendous people that have waged battles that I can't imagine uh, in this area. And so I'm really thankful and we're looking forward to continuing our our program. I presented on clinical trials to a great group last week and I'm just super excited to keep that going.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Louise, anything you want to comment?
5: Louise Campbell. No, I was just in awe at the four topics that were chosen there and the breadth of those. And that's why patients are the best place to be involved in the entire process at the centre, at the core, and it should be all designed around that core as the patient because they do know best. And if you just listen to those topics for how it affects the patient in, in the name change, how it's done all sorts of things that spread out, it, it's just amazing. And I'm looking forward to seeing those. And I obviously align with looking for liver health and Tony's engagement with children. And there's some interesting things you can do from wearing boxing gloves to show how difficult it is when you're a liver cell to try and move things. If you put glove, boxing gloves on the kids and get them to lift little things <laughs> with their hands and things. There's all sorts of exciting things you can do but, uh, to getting children engaged. So I'm really excited to hear so, the results of this. So those. Louise, you,
0: you and Gina should write a children's book.
5: Well, there's a great one here in Australia called Gary the Goana. The one thing is, everybody keeps writing the liver out of the story. Now, with the approval of resmitteron, we may now have to write back the liver into the story. You go on a diet to change your heart. No, you go on a diet to change your gut and your liver to help your heart. You're on a diabetic diet. No, you're on a diet to change the gut and the liver to change your diabetes. So we need to write liver health back into the story because it is the biggest player before we get disease. Now that does not include obviously the rare diseases, but by looking at liver health, we will pick up disease. So it is very much what these guys are driving globally. And in their regions. And that's what fills me with excitement is watching what's coming with this lot and the other advocacy organizations around the world.
0: Excellent. Okay. Last question. Uh, It's 12 months from today. It's February 13th, 2025. What will tell you whether you've been successful looking back over the last 12 months, whether you and your organization have personally achieved what you set out to do in a good way? Brave one, to go first.
2: In our our situation, because we're dealing, you know, most of what we deal with is are people who aren't aware of, who don't know anything about liver disease, fatty liver disease. So we'll track the number of people that we reach, and uh, you know, hopefully impart the you know a lesson you know to them about liver health and so forth. So it'll kind of be number of people reached will be how we'll judge our performance.
0: Okay, Wayne.
1: Wayne Eskridge. They. Um principal focus for us this year is to do a better job of engaging our uh, ethnic and underserved communities we've had a lot of experience like everybody in this field with uh, the caucasian population that we really want to build our access and our support for the ethnic and underserved communities. So if we can uh, get those numbers to reasonable values in our various programs, I'll be happy.
3: Okay. Okay. Milan? Uh, If you see previous success, what we've done a little bit, uh, I will say, uh, and how we go out from the frame, 2023 I will mention and it's coming 2024 with the year of elections with new policy decision makers who is coming on the on the scene and we will continue the work which we like the new group of politicians who is coming on on the scene to understand the needs of uh, the deliver the groups and this is most important because the especially the past two, three years, somehow uh, we managed liver disease to put uh, higher on the, the political agenda in, in Brazil. And now we like to continue to stay there and uh, to improve our status, of course, and the new establishment, which are coming from the beginning to understand uh, the, the unlimited needs uh, for our communities. This is number one, which, which we will focus. And the second part is the focus is the same time health, generally, to be on the agenda on the because we know that uh, after COVID uh European Commission uh, changed the pathways and uh, for the first time in the history makes such a good, uh excellent improvement in the health and our fight is let's say to stay the health high on the agenda and after that liver disease to get the deserved place uh, among the other diseases because we know that in the past was a little bit difficult even barely to mention was the question about liver disease somehow in the political scene at Bristol but, but the, the, the last man of this parliament and this uh, commission. We are so proud that we have uh, achieved so many things. We are not satisfied. We we need to work much more, much stronger, and we need uh, to have much uh, partners and uh, stakeholders like you who will share with us all the the moments. This is very important for us, and I hope so that in uh, one of the next meetings, uh, I will have the privilege to invite all of you. Uh, July has already every year with us, but I hope so all of you to come to visit Brussels and to to see all the possibilities, what we can do there it's pleasure roger that invite me tonight and have the chance to say a couple of words about our mission and our work and our partnership with with all of you
0: so I have one Belgian grandparent. Obviously, I'm my grandparents has been gone for a long time, but uh, I never pass up an invitation to go to Belgium. So um, I figured out how to get to Milan, but thank you very much for that. Uh, Jeff, 12 months, where, 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 how you, have you gotten this right? I
4: think I will stay consistent with the theme of today's discussion, Roger, and that's uh, the, the hope and the optimism that we have an asset approved, have a drug approved, and that we're able to work through the coding questions, through the payer questions, through the reimbursement questions, all these things that have been, you know, knocking at the door for us that we've been talking around for the past you know, however many years, and that this sets the stage then for us as patients to be able to, to start pushing these conversations in other countries globally. And so we're queued up not just in Europe but in Latin America and in Asia on this. That we're already looking two and three steps down the line on this as well. And then we're also able to keep it at home here in the U.S. and looking at what are the next assets that are in the pipeline that may not deal with the exact same population, but that and how can we continue this good momentum of positive results in patient access for them?
0: Excellent. Louise,
1: you got one?
5: I was just thinking it's Valentine's Day here. So I am just going to say that I'm going to love watching the liver become the hero for this, for next Valentine's Day, because I think we are going to start to write it back into the story. And if you love your liver, you can love your life. And that's what we're doing. So happy Valentine's Day from Australia. And you guys will join me shortly.
0: And anyone who knows it, good children's book illustrator. Please send that information to Louise so she can get uh, the children's Love Your Liver series into the works. Milan says he's got one. Okay, fine. You guys can talk about this later. I'll tell you what I would like to see in a year. I'd like to see alignment enhanced because first drug approvals are the moments when alignment either gets a lot better or a lot worse. And to be alignment is payers know what they're paying for. Physicians know who they're prescribing to. Patients know why they're supposed to take it. And the advocates kind of become really the fulcrum for putting as much energy into getting all those elements right as possible. This is a huge disease. We get one chance to get it right the first time. And they say you never get a second chance to make a first impression. I don't think that's quite right. You can make a second first impression, but it's really painful and expensive. So if the first impression is well aligned, then I I think we do great.
1: And now back to Roger.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this recording. If you have any questions or comments about the content of this conversation or the entire episode, please put them in the review section of the page from which you downloaded this conversation or send an email to questions at surfingmash.com. We'll be back next week with some of the leaders of the nomenclature process to discuss its successes, lessons, and next steps. Until then, stay safe. Surf on. We'll see you on the podcast. Bye-bye now.